Right now on Weekend Drive, it's time to hear from Una Hunt in her the second episode of her Piano Passions. Welcome again to Piano Passions. This one features a larger-than-life character, Waterford-born William Vincent Wallace. You might know him as the composer of several successful operas, including Lurline and Maritana. But long before he composed any operas, he was known as a virtuoso on both the piano and the violin. He also travelled the world at a time when such journeys were arduous and dangerous, and many travellers never returned. And everywhere he went, he played Irish music. It all began in Colbeck Street, Waterford, a house in which the actor Charles Keane was also born a year earlier than Wallace. Nowadays, Colbeck Street is within striking distance of the Museum of Treasures, the Theatre Royal and the Waterford Glass showrooms. Among its treasures, the museum has a snuff box inlaid with silver that belonged to Wallace. It was given to him by another celebrated Irish opera composer, Michael William Balfe, on the night his first opera, Maritana, opened in London. When he was born, Wallace was taken across the road to Christchurch Cathedral to be baptised, also literally a stone's throw from the family home. Wallace had an exciting life, and his pioneering spirit pervaded everything he did. He began his global journey with a two-year stay in Australia and then crossed the Pacific to travel through South and North America. Along the way, he performed as a virtuoso on both the piano and violin and was particularly fond of including Fantasias on Irish airs in these concerts. The standout work of these years was probably the Fantasia on the Last Rose of Summer, which he played on the violin everywhere he went. Others include piano works such as The Minstrel Boy and Rory O'More. This is a great piece, full of melodrama and dramatic gestures. It also has an amazing backstory. Wallace begins with echoes of The Minstrel Boy as a romantic lament.
In Moore's song, the minstrel boy doesn't survive as we know. So there's a wistful quality to the main tune, which Wallace follows with a funeral march. And then the minstrel's soul rises to heaven with an angelic melody. We're definitely back in the realms of opera here. an enormously popular song by Samuel Lover. Young Rory O'Moore courted Kathleen Bond. He was bold as a hawk and she soft as the dawn. He wished in his heart pretty Kathleen to please and he thought the best way to do that was to tease. you can see that's a really hilarious and entertaining fantasia on Irish airs. It must have brought the house down for Wallace everywhere he went. The other fantasia on Irish airs that I wanted to let you hear is my particular favourite. When I perform this piece, the audience always comments on its beauty. Indeed, it is so sensitively composed. I think this setting alone demonstrates how much Wallace adored the music of his homeland. He calls it Melody Irlandaise, a title in French. Why should that be? Well, it was aimed at young ladies and the most fashionable music of the era often had French titles. This is an adaptation of the air 
Cushla McCree, set by Thomas Moore to the text, Come o'er the sea, maiden with me, mine through sunshine, storm, and snows. Seasons may roll, but the true soul burns the same where'er it goes. Wallace's attraction to that air and Moore's song is hardly surprising, considering his great love of a journey. The song also links the sea with freedom for the wandering spirit, and Wallace surely identified with that. The sea is never far away in Melody Irlandaise. is such a special composer when it comes to fantasias of this sort. There's so much to admire in the settings of our Irish airs. They're also not that easy to play, so I wonder how well they suited the ladies in the drawing room who surely struggled to play them. Thank you. 
Una Hunt playing William Vincent Wallace's Melody Irlandaise and she'll share some more piano gems by William Vincent Wallace in next week's episode of Piano Passions.